right, y'all. Well, let's go ahead and get into this thing, y'all. And welcome. Welcome to the Rob BJ Podcast. Today we have in the studio with us Christian rap artist. Is that okay to say? Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Khalil Fan is in the building, y'all. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We love it. We met you at Insect. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, did you were you at Insect Land? Yeah, I was. Okay. We weren't able to attend. I mean, it was like it got shut down after three artists performed, but I was the third to perform. Because of the rain. Yeah, the rain. it was yeah, it was kind of stormy that day. Yeah. And uh-huh. as we were here, I was just like, oh man, I think that. I wish I could have seen the other artists go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who yeah. performed? It was me, J Ro- Royal, and um I'm sorry, the cats got my attention. <laughs> it was me, J Royal, and then I forget, bro. I feel bad because I forget. He my he my dog too. But it was on. Was it um it was on T Neil or Y and C? No, 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 no. It was um Bro. He my dog too. Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. No, it's okay. We don't have to remember. I feel bad. So this interview is about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Khalil fan. You've been doing uh Christian rap. You do some singing too. Got mm-hmm. a little vocal on you since you've been releasing music since 2019, right? Yeah, whenever night, I, yeah, I'd say 2019, yeah. definitely, yeah. Okay. Well, let the people know, who is Khalil Fan, and where did that name come from? All right, Khalil Fan is just my middle and last name. That's literally where it came from. My first, my whole name is Caleb Khalil Fan. I, I don't care if people know my name, so my middle and last name is Khalil Fan, and I just went with that after, like, you know, time and time again trying to, come up with names you know i went through a phase where it was like i had the whole lil this lil that some folks like do lil khalil and i was like no like i didn't like like i ain't like i didn't want i wanted to be myself and i felt like that was just like put me right in a box of being a stereotypical like rapper i was just like nah bro i'm not doing no little nothing and so then i was just like i'm gonna just do khalil fan and then i kept saying it i kept like putting it out there and i was like i, st- I wrote it out and i liked how it looked and i was like all right that's gonna be it but me as an artist, man, that that is constantly um evolving. But the it's built on top of Christ, and so that's the biggest thing. And as as life keeps evolving, as time keeps evolving, um, everything is going to be built on top of Christ. And that's the biggest thing the Lord wanted to get me to a point of realizing that it's not about me. It's not nothing. Not, this isn't even about me. It's bigger than just me. And I seriously mean that. It's about His kingdom and His glory. So whatever heights He takes me to, it's just part of His plan. Nice. Well, all, you know. well, you could have been Lil Lil. Okay, moving, <laughs> moving on. How far? How far you think an artist named Lil Lil gonna go? Lil, Lil. A little way. <laughs> With the power of the Lord behind you, you can do anything. You can, you can, do, you can do all things through Christ, including Period. pick a name you like. Exactly. <laughs> Won't he do it? Yes, he I love it though. <laughs> So, because you're in college. Yes. Okay. How old are you? I'm 19. 19 years mm-hmm. old. Now, in the world today, you know, these people 19 years old, your age, they not, they don't care what Christ got to say. How does, how do you navigate that? Or how does that affect, well, I guess, how do you navigate being a Christian rapper, especially at 19 years well, old? I'm aligned all these college kids and babies some of them i embrace it though they heathens you gotta meet people where they at it's not your place yeah no really though but i embrace it because i mean i see it like i you know i see it and like me being just and it's not just 
if you're a Christian artist, like you, you got you can't just live, you can't just be a Christian artist and not live the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So like I really try and live a a godly lifestyle. You know, the Bible talks about lay down your life and pick up your cross. So I try and do that daily. So I try and do that daily and like, you know, like I don't like partying, I don't like doing certain stuff because I know it's only gonna put me in situations to do things where I would defy Christ and people look once they know you are a follower of Christ. Mm. They're looking, they're not looking to see how you operate to see how well you do. They trying to see, they want you to mess up. Mm-hmm. And so they want you to be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he, he, he's faking. He's right. he going to fall. Just watch. He gonna right. Fall. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> and I'm here to say, I'll tell him, I'll be like, yeah, I'm a fall. That's why Jesus died for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's not for me to just dwell in that. And so I was like, and every day I, I try and operate with keeping my eyes on Christ and not the world. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it can be difficult, but, you know, um, I don't, I don't, I don't let that face me. I embrace it, and in fact, when you embrace something like that, it brings others too. They see how it's like, dang, bro, you nineteen. Like many people have said it, like, bro, you're young, and you this, you like this, right. dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, I want to get like that. Yeah. So, like, well, you know, it's very, it's inspirational. I would definitely say that because, especially with, I mean, the stuff you hear on the radio, it's all murder music, ass shaking. You know, it's it's very inspirational. Um, so did you grow up in a musical family? I didn't grow up in a really musical family. I grew up, my mom was very artistic. She was like, you know, the head dancer in her school and she liked to sing and act and do all stuff like that. My dad was more like sports and business type of guy, you know, and so I would say, like, I didn't grow up, some people grew up in, like, a musical home, like, they all in a church playing music as a baby, like, that wasn't me, I, I didn't grow up in that, I just gravitated toward, to it as I grew up. Did you grow up in the church? No, nah, I grew up in the church. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in the church. Were you singing in a choir? Nah, not like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just... I didn't grow up in the in the church. At any point, you never, like, sung in the nah, choir? No, I never sung in the choir, okay. That was I never did that. So then at what point did you decide to start making music? I tell people sixth grade, but I really feel like I'm lying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, okay, now, now this is why I say that because I'm like, I tell people sixth grade and I really think it like really got, I, I decided in my head for a fact that I was going to do it in sixth grade. But I, I literally, when I think back to me being like fifth grade, I had visions of me like, like I told people, I told people what I saw in my head. I was like, bro, watch, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be on stage dancing and like singing and stuff. So I used to tell people that back in like, back in like, elementary and so i'm like i feel like i've always thought that yeah because i used to look at i used to look at um like the reason i learned how to dance was i used to look at mindless behavior and i used to look at how they used to like dance i used to study it chris (laughs) brown i used to study them and be like look at the footworks and all of that like you said mindless behavior they was was cooking okay let's not crazy let's not discount (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm telling you they was going crazy man and, and like i used to look and the thing that really inspired me to want to probably be an artist was i was i used to see their tour videos i watched every single tour video they had nice. and i seen them tour around like i'm like bro they really like kids living like that i'm like <laughs> i'm like bro what so i get up i start dancing acting like i'm them right in my room or whatnot and so then i'm like i think that's where like it, you it look started. like you probably could have been a part of that group though okay you know? no, <laughs> I, I wanted to be <laughs> I want 
point, I'm like, they should have asked me. I would have. Right. Know, I wanted to be so bad. And I was like, dang, bro. And back then, I wanted it because I liked the, I liked how it looked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted the fame. I like, oh, they got all the girls. Like, I wanted, I wanted all of that. I wanted all of that. And that was just the young inspiration. And then I think in sixth grade, I really, I seen like, like sixth, seventh grade. I remember like I seen Fetty Wap come out, and I loved his song. Like, man, what was that song he made? Um. I'm in the kitchen. Something, something, man. Fetty Wap came up with a hit song. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, was and, Trap and, Queen. Yeah, yeah. Trap Queen. Right, and then Tory Lanez came out with Say It. Yeah, baby. Yeah. But then Tory Lanez, when Tory Lanez came out with Say It, like, he was like, you're going to have to do more than you say it. Like, okay. well, I was like, oh. I was like, yo, yo, I want to do music. I was yeah. like, I love that feeling. And as an artist, like, again, I was always drawing. Like I, I stopped drawing, but I used that was my thing. Everybody knew me as like a draw. Like kids would be like, Caleb, what happened? You was that kid that just draw all the time in class, not paying attention, just drawing. So I was always drawing. And I the reason I like to draw is because I wanted to create what I saw. Like I something inspired me. If either it was in my head or like I actually saw it and I wanted to draw it for myself. Right. Same thing with music. I would feel a feeling. I'm like, I want to create that feeling. Okay. So none of the artists you name have a gospel Mm-mm. background Mm-mm. so at what point did you say okay i want to do music but i want to do it for christ now you know i know about the, the gospel artists well so of course like, so it's like i know about growing up you hear it just as a kid growing up so right. you know about it but i wasn't like man i'm not trying to be like mary mary i ain't trying like i ain't trying to like i i, I and then all i heard was for the first time was like lecrae for gospel rap and I was like, I thought it was fun, but then the older I grew up, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I want to be like famous. Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, I was like, and who really turning on Lecrae? You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And the Lord is so funny because I'm like, He's like, okay, He let me think that, and, it, and He needed to let me think that. And it was like, I when I. <clears throat> I said when I really like firmly said I'm gonna be a gospel artist was recently. Like y'all saw last semester, I didn't even that the songs I was making last semester or the song that I just showed you before mm-hmm. we had just got on. Right. I was like, it wasn't it wasn't gospel, but I had already like the Lord was already working on me because I had got to a point where I stopped cursing in my music. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, all right, I felt the convictions of the Lord heavy on my heart, and I I wasn't allowed to curse. And then my siblings knew I always was a faithful walker, and so I was like, my siblings would be like, Caleb. You believe in Christ? Why are you cursing your songs? I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. and I had nothing to say. I'd be like, right. <laughs> bro, shut up. You know what I'm saying? They watch it because yeah. hey, I'm the oldest, so they yeah. always watch it, everything. So it's like, I was like, dang. And so then I remember I stopped doing that. I was like, all right, cool, but I'm not gonna make full blown music for you. I can't do that. And the Lord was like, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, what I'm saying that turned into like he he hit me, he hit home, and then I really like buckled down on him. And um, I put music to aside for a minute and really buckled down on him. And when I came back to music, it wasn't so like, how do you make music for Christ? It was like, how don't you make music for Christ? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, very inspirational. And so much in the fact that you cut your hair off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had locks. And for the ones that don't know, I had locks for like about four years. They was like down here. When I pulled them, they came like down here. My locks were very, very long. Um, Yeah, I cut them because the Lord, I, I remember the day before, it was like the day before I cut my hat, like I was in the car passionately talking to the Lord. And I was like, Lord, there's nothing I won't do for you. 
Well, he he tested me the next day. I remember I woke up and just looked in the mirror. He was like, "Will you cut your hair for me?" And I I knew it. I knew that. I knew that. I knew it. That he said that. And I was like, "Dang, you really asking me to do this?" So I went through it all day, and by that night, I ended up cutting them off, and it was the best decision. Like to for, to that point, I have not regretted it. Still, like I still don't regret it. And it was like he's cutting. He was basically he was telling me, "I'm getting rid of the old. I'm bringing in the new. Like I'm bringing who I want you to be. Like, and you. This is a big part of sacrifice." And for the ones that don't know, love is sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, will you sacrifice something that you hold that precious for me? Am I am I number one in your life? And I was like, yes. All right, then cut your hair. I'm like, dang. And there it went. And there it went. Nice. Yeah. So, but now you're kind of like growing something back, right? Yeah, I'm growing it back, but like I'm growing them in a different way. I'm growing them in a, in a different style. And it's fun. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm enjoying it. Right. Like, I'm like, dang, I didn't, I, first of all, I haven't been able to feel my hair like this. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> in, in like four years. So I'm like, this is like new again. It's like, it's fun. I'm like enjoying every moment of it. And so it's like, and I like, I like the look. It also matured me in different ways. It was just a lot. Like, it was, it was, it's good for me, bro. Nice. Well, I want to go ahead and talk about this first song that we're going to play. All right. L-Y-M-F, Lord, You Are My Friend. Yep. I like this song. I listened to it earlier today. Right. And I was really feeling it. Tell the people about L-Y-M-F. Lord, You're My Friend. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember, so NSEG, right? Mm -hmm. We are having an NSEG rehearsal, and I actually played the song if you go, which I'm about to take it off, but the song before that on my social media named um, Roller Coaster, I end up playing that one at the end of it. And uh, one of the head people of Insect named Prez, he listened to it and they liked it and everything. And then, you know, as I'm rehearsing, like Prez sat me down and told me something. Though. He was like, there's something I don't like about you. Like, I like how honest he is. I'm telling you, <laughs> he's like, he was like, and it's, he's like, he said, don't take it harshly. He was like, but seriously, he was like, there's something I don't like. And he was like, I don't like how I don't, basically, I don't know how to market you. He said, to this point, I did not know you could, that you were a singer. Because I really do, I like to do more singing than rapping, but I've got back into rapping because, I don't know, like, that's what I started with. And so, like, and I, and I found ways to mix it. I really mix it a lot. Like, I don't think I ever had a song where I fully just sang, rapped all the way through it. But I've had, I had songs where I sang all the way through it. And so, you know, and so he didn't know that. And he was like, I don't know, I didn't know what type of artist you were. He was like, and as a business, you got to look at yourself as a business, not an artist. He was like, as a business, he was like, people are going to like, like labels and, or anybody in like higher places are going to be able to be like, need to be able to be like, all right, what are you? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I remember I was going through all of that and I was like, bro, I don't even know who I am. And so I remember sit, going back and sitting in the car and turning that beat on to LYMF. And then I was like, bro, I'm a gospel artist, bro. I remember just like declaring that basically. And then I was, I'm a gospel artist. And then I played the song and I played the beat and I just started, mm, 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 mm. and I started humming it. And, and basically I, I wrote it that night pretty much. Yeah. And that, that's really how that song came to life. Nice. Okay. Shout out to Prez and Insect <laughs> for inspiring that song. Well, let's go ahead and talk about it because this is my jam. Introduce the song. All right, so this song is by me, Khalil Fan, titled LYMF, meaning Lord, you're my friend. Lord, you're my friend. Oh, 
Lord, you're my friend. Lord, you're with me to the very end. You had me at my lowest, don't know where to begin. All these thoughts and emotions getting overwhelming. I put my heart in your hand. Lord, you're my friend. Lord, you're with me to the very end. You had me at my lowest, don't know where to begin. All these thoughts and emotions getting overwhelming. I put my heart in your hand. He stopped me at that red light. Had to take some time to get my hair right Grateful that you did Cause now I'm shining like my headlights Nothing I could do to outsmart you You always dare right Boy look I'm just grateful he on my side I done dropped out at phase one Lord put me at phase two Told the Lord you messed up on me He said boy no I made you And that's just something I can't do Need to be a little more faithful I got plans you don't see working through me I got better angles Lord you're my friend Lord you're with me to the very end You had me at my lowest, don't know where to begin All these thoughts and emotions getting overwhelming I put my heart in your hand Lord, you're my friend Lord, you're with me to the very end You had me at my lowest, don't know where to begin All these thoughts and emotions getting overwhelming I put my heart in your hands my heart in recitals, it needs revival, but serving idols Had to let go, but you and I know, once I let that go But locked in forever and evermore You're my ride or die, best intention in mind You love me so much, you take your time You've given your all, I try to give never repay you, give you my love Lord, you're my friend Lord, you're with me to the very end You had me at my lowest, don't know where to begin All these thoughts and emotions getting overwhelming I put my heart in your hand Lord, you're my friend Lord, you're with me to the very end You had me at my lowest, don't know where to begin All these thoughts and emotions getting overwhelming I put my heart in your hands Lord, you're my friend Hallelujah Yes <laughs> Praise him yes, sir. Love that Lord you're my friend That's an awesome song Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, how long did it take you to write that? Just that one night? Nah, about two. Okay. Like I wrote like that first verse in the hook that night, and then I stopped because my creative juices was gone. <laughs> and I don't, I don't push. Sometimes I push past that, but sometimes when I I learn myself, I'm like, all right, bro, we gonna stop right now. I'll probably pick it up tomorrow. Mm. Where like I wake up and I hear the song again, I'm like, oh yeah, it's fresh. Like yeah, 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 I'm ready to go again. Yeah. Sometimes putting it down and coming back with those fresh ears is what you need to do. Yeah. I just like that it was just so honest. People think that once you once you choose to commit your life to Christ, everything after that just goes the way it's supposed to. And that people don't have questions afterwards. <laughs> it's a, it's an immense and intense journey. And the self-doubt doesn't go out the window just because just because you gave your life to him. Exactly. exactly. That, those, those are human traits. Exactly. And even though you can renew your mind and you can put on the armor of Christ, it doesn't mean the armor doesn't get nicked from time to time. Exactly. It just, you know, it just is part of being human and... I feel like in your song, you're giving people like every side of it and still telling them why it's important to believe and have that faith. And he he does want the best for us, you know, and I think that's powerful for people who don't know or forgot. Preach, because that does, yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Bring it it's home. Home. so true. It's the truth. I'm so serious. Like I've I've had like whole moments like you know, like when you're a kid and you're in church, it's one thing, but when you're an adult and you gotta live it, it's something completely different, especially like if you grew up watching people do the opposite. Exactly. Like even even I, I remember being a kid and crying real tears on Sunday night, the day the night before church, because in my mind, I was going to burn in hell because I lied. Mm -hmm. And the lie I told, because in church that morning, they said that lying is, lying is like a snowball. And the snowball just gets bigger and bigger the more you lie. And it leads to other things, right? So not like an hour after we left church, after they said lying was wrong. And this seems so, so silly now as an adult, but they took us to a place and I'm not going to name the place, but you're going, you're going to get it. So it's a, it's an all you can eat restaurant where people under a certain age eat for less. <laughs> and so the people that were over the age were told by adults to say they were under the age so we could get the lesser meal essentially but, you were being told to lie yes, but, <laughs> but by people of you the like but this is okay <laughs> in my mind right because y'all just you literally this man from the pulpit told us they're spearheading your navigation listen, straight to hell listen, <laughs> and it sounds so but these are the things people struggle with. like as a child that was what i struggled with right. as an adult my struggle is completely different yeah. what pulls my spirit is completely different but i still have those feelings and those questions like am i doing everything right especially like as a mother you know what i'm saying am i leading my children in a way that they won't depart from all the time and I, and I like that you said that. And a big, a big thing about, like, the church, and a lot of times people have to be careful, is they they preach the message of don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Bro, if, you're, if, you're, if your message, if you're anything of God is fear-based, mm -hmm. it's not going to do nothing. Right. Fear, bro, COVID scared a lot of people. They got serious about God. Things go back to normal, almost all of them left. Mm -hmm. Some of them stayed and got stronger in a relationship, but a lot of them left. And why is because fear doesn't keep you. Right. Fear can get you for a moment in time. But when you it's a big difference when you're running from something or running towards something. Mm -hmm. Because whenever if you're running from something, once that whenever that thing is not chasing you no more, you're not running. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it's like if people are running from hell to get into heaven, that's a big difference from running into heaven. I mean running to heaven because you want to get in there, mm -hmm. because you want to be with God. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like I tell people all the time, I'm like, bro. Don't even focus on your sins because if you focus on Christ, you're gonna sin less. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if yeah. you're focused on like, oh, I did this again, I did this thing, I get this, you have a sin conscience, and that's gonna mm -hmm. eat you up mm. every Come time. On, as, long, as long as you fixate on it, yes. it's going to it will become you, it will consume you. Exactly. And I think that's also true about spirituality, though. You can't, you can't, you can't fall into scripture so hard and the literal translation of everything that you can't be a witness to other people mm -hmm. because if you really wrap yourself up in one book too long it'll take you down a path where you feel like you have to be a crusader for christ and you're going to alienate people that you need to be a witness to so you got to meet people where they're at mm -hmm. the conversation doesn't go the same for everybody that right. you meet in your walk you know like divine intervention is such that you you're in the path of where you need to be to meet the people you need to meet Okay, so I'm seeing like a little 
Sunday morning telethon type of thing going on with you two. Like we can I don't put have y'all on for your Tabernacle Broadcasting Network. Yes, Brittany and Khalil Tabernacle of Faith. Sunday mornings, y'all just get up here, get on live, and get you know, the word. I wouldn't have a problem with it if that's what I was moved to. I yeah, just I feel, feel like the, the path that I've I've been on. I and feel the like the I've Lord met, has moved been... y'all to that tonight, though. This is what we're getting a word. You sound like a prophet for profit, and I just. <laughs> disrespectfully right (laughs) no i'm i don't see it currently for me but no i just feel like like even in my life when i worked at the waffle house i felt like i was there Mm. specifically for the people that came in and the struggle that they had like not supposed to pray with people but we did moving on right right (laughs) seriously i remember times at waffle house where i would you know read bible scriptures with customers Mm -hmm. because you know exactly they asked me to like, and screw what the manager says. I mean, I know, but somebody comes in and asks you to read. It was a guy. He was he wasn't deaf. He was mute. He couldn't uh-huh. talk, and he was homeless. And he liked people to read the Bible to him. So he asked me through his you know writing to read some scriptures to him one night. Who the fuck? I mean, who who what demon says Listen, no to that? Like what? they're out there though, but they're out there. It sounds crazy. Read your Bible, <laughs> right? You want Christopher Brown, right? <laughs> That's an ass. No, but no, definitely. Um, the Lord works in mysterious ways. But let's do, let's get back to the music because um, as I did my research with you, I didn't see too many collabs. Is that something that you? want to get what are you looking like that for what are you because i knew that was gonna come up like, I, feel like, I feel like i already know what the answer is but i'm gonna just wait i want to see what you think i think it has to do with i, I think it has to do with who you feel like in tune with music wise because when we interview you and you talk about the people that are from your school or the people that are on the same like same wave as you like asha to don and stuff like that, i could totally see y'all doing something together like a collab but if you ask me, are like you and Wick the Don gonna make a song together? I don't necessarily see it. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, but but and it's nothing against Wick. Right. I want to say that right now. But it's two different it's, types of music. It's two different types of like paths. Period. Right. Right. And I just feel like it has more to do with what you're moved towards and what you feel like is going to be in sync with the same message That's and what you want to put out and where you want to be associated. I, that was my answer. Like, but I also feel like you could do music with some of these other no, type of artists. I, that's exactly the point. That's part, right. What you said is part of the reason is like, when I say part of the reason is like, I don't necessarily, I don't like featuring for one. It's like, I'm like, I really got to feel you out as an artist. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. I'm like, I don't just feature with anybody. I definitely do a song with Wick, but here's the thing: I wouldn't conform. Like, like if I did a song with Wick, it's gonna be for the Lord, and he would like talk for the Lord. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, it'll be like, like have you seen like Kanye? Mm-hmm. His album. Right. It's like them are not gospel artists, but they got on there and they said and they they didn't curse, they didn't do things like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I did a song, that's how it would go. Mm-hmm. If I did songs with other genre of artists, and I and I definitely, in fact, I I encourage that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh wow, you. It's like the Lord, he was around sinners, mm-hmm. but he didn't sin. He brought them away from that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I definitely am not, I don't think of myself as too good to do a song with anybody. It's not, that's not the case. It's just, or sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't, you're not there yet. Or I'll be like, I don't like, like professionality is a big thing for me. So I'm like, if you don't know who you are as an artist yet, I don't really want you to do a song. But I, I kind of like, it's in the mind of 
well, it puts me in the mind of like um, Destiny's Child back in the day or DMX, how they would make secular music, but then, you know, X would end his albums with a prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Beginning and um, Destiny's Child would always end their albums with like a whole gospel medley. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I feel like depending on, it would definitely not be up to you to conform to the artist. They would have to conform to what you're doing. And I agree sense. with that. Yeah. But featuring is another, that, that is a big thing for me. I My friends always talk about it. It's like, hey, don't do features. And I'm like, I just don't because I'm like, I've done them before. And I'm like, and they didn't, it's like, dude, when you do a feature, like people look at that. Like people going to go on your page. There's a song I'm trying to get somebody to take me out of that. <laughs> like take me off, bro. I'm like, no, because I'm like, that ain't who I was. I mean, that, I mean, that's not who I am. That's who I, that's who I used to be. I'm like, I don't want to be on that song anymore. Or it's more so like, I don't like how we met, meshed on that. Like, it didn't work. So if I do a feature, it's like, bro, like, we really worked out. Like, this song really is fine. Like, I'm really particular on features. I'm not going to lie. Well, I wouldn't take it off. I mean, it shows people where you came from. Oh, no, that's not used to be. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I think it also, I, I think people also have to wrap their minds around the fact that a feature is not just a feature. It's also fellowship. So at exactly. the end of the day, when you're, when you, when you're tying and binding yourself to things, you have to think about you have in in some sense you have to have a foresight. You have to think about down the street and around the corner. Is this exactly. really what I see myself doing? Is this the is this the road work I want to lay for myself? Exactly. Is this what I want to do for others that can come to Christ? Is this what is this exactly. how I want to be seen? So it's I mean it's just so many layers to questions that people wouldn't think twice about like it's those things when you when you when you decide to walk with christ it is a it's a it's a huge undertaking so and it comes with responsibilities that you weren't considering before exactly before you got here once you get here you're spider-man you know what i'm saying great power great responsibility that's a that's a real thing you know it's not about you yeah you you're you're representing something greater than you so your decisions have to be great yes so your latest single jesus returns Mm -hmm. excuse me let's talk about that song what inspired this song how did this come about so actually um this song like a lot of my songs or a lot of my songs in the past or no still songwriting is a like i love songwriting it's a great thing but like unlike lymf it don't get done in like a day or two it get done in like a month right like <laughs> and the reason why is because i'll it's not that i'm like trying to still figure it out if i don't feel any creative spurt i'm not gonna write anything mm-hmm. and so i'm like i the second verse on that song and it start like raindrops and it's clock on the wall steady ticking and i don't know when it's about to go off like that part that whole second verse i wrote that back at my mom crib like about a year or two ago and i wrote that to a whole different beat and it was slower like raindrops and this clock on the walls like it was slower yeah. and so then i had wrote that and i was like cool 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 i'm gonna just i held that i just held that until i come back to that and so then i remember hearing this beat and i was like working at the time at walmart and i was like just listening to it vibing to it i was like cool 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 and i started just rapping and i started like and, and that's another thing for me i'm weird like i i, I, I can only create songs in certain places, like at work, which is the most un- inconvenient time for me. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, I need to be working. Right. But I like the fact that I'm moving so much, my brain is just going. And so that my create, but then I go home and sit down and I'm like, 
I can't think of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm at work trying to write and, and pack, like put stuff on shelves, and it's crazy. Yeah, no, as a fellow creative, I, I concur with that. Like, it's yeah. yeah. But what you think is weird is really just a gift in itself. You know how many people mm-hmm. wish they could create at work? They barely live in at work. Like, like people clock in and walk around like, you know, yeah. the Walking Dead. Like they literally are zombies. What's, can, do you know where Sal is? I'll. But, like, you know, and, 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 right. but you're, you know, you're out here high function, over functioning, you know, and that's right. That's great news. I literally wrote <laughs> my first book when I was at work. I was doing security. I wrote it in just under two weeks. See, um, back when I was like twenty. See, yeah. And it's something so, about like you're not supposed to be doing it in right, that moment. Right. It's something about you doing something else, and it's like you moving so much or doing whatever you're doing is like your ideas is like mm, 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 yeah. you Especially get home and it's yeah. like. Especially, I think it's really great to be able to do it at work, especially when you don't have to focus on your task. If some of your tasks are like mentally automated, like you've done them so much, you have the memory for it. Your mind is automatically going to do something else. Yes. Because. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, I'm at work, man. I'm writing it or whatever. I'm like, cool. Honestly, I don't even know if I wrote it at work, to be honest. I said all that, but like I, I wrote a lot of songs at work. And so in that time span, I might have wrote some of it at work, then maybe all over the place. But I think I wrote it at work, that that, that first verse. Um, I think I did write that at work, that first verse. And then I remember getting back home and I was rapping and I liked how it sound. And I was like, I was like, yo, I got a fire second verse. Let me see how that slide on the beat. And then when I did, I was like, oh, this has to go here. I was like, this has to go here. Right. And at the time I was preparing to go to the studio. So I was going to have a, like a, like a catalog of songs I was about to record. And I recorded other side, which is one of my other biggest songs that like people love. And I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to have this one. And then at the end, and so, like, I forget, like, when I got towards the end of the song, I was like, I didn't really know what the song was about. I was just writing. And then I was like, yo, this is like, I'm going to call this Jesus Returns or The Return of, for the longest, I didn't know what the name was going to be. It was going to be White, it was White Horse for the longest. It was like White Horse because the Bible talks about the Lord coming back on a white horse. And so I was like, I didn't know what it was going to be or nothing like that. But then eventually, like, recently, I was like, the Lord, he be talking to me. And so he was like, I was like, I'm going to name it White Horse. And he was like, no. And, like, <laughs> I was laying down. And I was listening to it. I was like, yeah, he was. I, it, it's weird to describe his voice, but it was, like, unsettled in my in my heart. It was like, that's not it. And I was like, he was like, Jesus returns. And I was like, nah, bro. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like White Horse. I'm like, nah, and then I'm like, but he always win. And I'm like, you ain't going to, you ain't going to stop. It's Jesus returns, and then once I said it, it was that it was like, so boom. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Jesus returns, y'all. Go ahead and introduce the song. <laughs> All right, my name again is Khalil Fan, and this is Jesus returns. Oh, my darkest thoughts have risen from the grave. If I let them in, I never let them leave. I've been talking to you, trying to make ends meet. If I scream it louder, will you answer me? I can't see the silly 
man, I'm a psycho, going psycho Please tell me the difference from a hero and an idol Cause we all just look like villains, live a short life on a tightrope Yeah, we still stack up our millions Money as tall as the iPhone, but the love of it is killing me Oh, I know, oh, I know Brought us from the inside as we die slow, we die slow Lord, you asked for me to be your disciple and I try though Gotta trust, I try though Pass, gone I feel like I'm living in a different time zone I feel like I'm here, but really not my mind's blown And it's almost there, I can see the sun shone But no one really cares about those things and I know Careful who you really start to make your idol Never around the corner, walking with your eyes closed Walking with a blindfold Trying to hear them eyes, you're the soldier, so It, bro, that song was been sitting in my phone for like over a year. That's why I said like two years ago I mm. wrote it because right. I had dropped the other songs, but that song was like um Jumbo. That was the artist earlier, by the way. Oh, Jumbo. 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 I first remember his name, but um, yeah, the song was sitting in my phone for a year, and I and I didn't drop it. The Lord wouldn't have me drop it. I dropped all the other ones that I had recorded at the time, but He wouldn't let me drop that one. He was like, "It's not, it's not ready. You're not ready. Like you." aren't ready to drop it. You will waste it. It was like, 
it's like I I recorded that song, but like my mental and my heart for the Lord was not there yet. Right. So he was like, I'm gonna have you drop this at a point when you are equal for this moment. Right. And now the song is going crazy on my Instagram. It's like, yeah, no, that's a really good one. Yeah, so it's nice. nice. Was who was that singing? Um, why won't you say? Oh, I have no idea. That was. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was just a sample. Like I remember, like look, I, I begin to be off YouTube. So as I heard it, I was like, and I like, I really like the producer. Like I've reached out to him before, um, because I think he's the same producer who who made my, the other side beat. So I really like him. I'm subscribed to him, and I really like use a lot of his beats. And so I was like, yo, like this is tough, man. And so I remember just hearing that, and I was like. Yeah, this this gotta be this this beat in of itself is too special to just not yeah. do something with. Nice. So yeah. Okay. Well, you know what else is special? Our game of rapid fire. Boop, 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 boop. Rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> Khalil fan. Are you ready for rapid fire? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and give you the rules, and hopefully, by the time I explain, you'll be ready. So, we're gonna give you sixty seconds to answer as many of these questions as you can. Man, <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, don't think about it. Just, Just give say us it. The first Just, thing. What the first thing? I'm afraid of what's gonna come out of my mouth? I don't know what I'm gonna say. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Let the Lord guide you. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. And go. What motivates you the most? The Lord. What is your deepest fear? Not serving the Lord or disappointing him. Who is your favorite Disney character? Mm. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm going to just say China. <laughs> Name an onomatopoeia. Bro, I hated this. I don't want to I don't know. Do you have your own Netflix or do you use someone else's? I use someone else's. What is your last Google search? I don't know. Um, uh, I think I looked up like stack pants. What is your favorite Christmas carol? Chris Brown. I love, I love that Chris Brown this Christmas. If you could get rid of one U.S. state, which one would it be and why? Uh, <laughs> bro, bro, why is this quite, bro? I'm just in Kansas because I don't. I, that's the one that came to my mind. How would you cure world hunger? How would I cure world hunger? I don't know. Get more food. <laughs> How would you convince someone to do something they didn't want to do? Uh, manipulate them? No, pray about it. <laughs> Winter. Don't, Winter. Winter. Don't coach him. They <laughs> manipulate them. But well, listen, listen, but that's, but that's a fact, though. That, but that's a fact, though. Something that people didn't want, but that's true. That was. <laughs> no, that's an honest response. No, 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 no. I don't love you feel that. bad about that at all. No, no. That don't was crazy. That was funny. Bad. That was funny. Okay. Yeah, I love that. That was fun. I'm definitely this is good. This is listen, good. listen. <laughs> what? By definition, manipulate means to handle or control, typically in a skillful manner. That's most forms of parenting. I don't know what no job is so. Think about I it. I don't know what you parenting. I'm not letting people malign manipulate the wrong way. There's good manipulation. Mm. There's bad right. manipulation. Just saying, good manipulation is good guidance. Listen, I'm not letting anybody let, let this go the way that it looks like it's being sent. <laughs> I'm not going for it. I'm not allowing it. You, there's a lot of it. there's a lot of manipulation. Husbands manipulate wives. 
Yeah, no chance. Because because they're going down the wrong path and making the wrong choice, and vice versa with wives and husbands and their mom. Yeah, so uh, in but the day, it's coming from a place of deception. Skillful <laughs> manner. That, it didn't say deception. It didn't say deception. It no, said skillful manner. I'm saying deception. If, if it's that, coming if from that, a place listen, of deception. And that with the intention of the person at the time. Yeah, it can go in an, it can go in different directions. Thank you, Merriam Webster. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Lord have mercy. Clear. That was awesome. Rapid fire. That was funny. Yeah, you did <laughs> We're gonna pray funny. for all the people who don't like our okay. opinion. <laughs> well, I hate I, and see that's what I, I knew it was a, that's, that's what I'm saying. When I had seen um when I had seen Kaimarion's and I was like, I don't want to they gonna ask me that. I was like, I was like, I was like, right, I need I need to be ready for that one. And I wasn't ready. I was like, No cap, we ask everyone that because the answers are so crazy. I don't want to pee, bro. I'm like Kaimarion's response to what's on a pee was elemental P. Right. But what's the onomatopoeia? I ain't heard that since elementary school. Him either. I ain't heard on him on appeal since like elementary school. So I'm like, whoa, like, like that one threw me off. That one threw me <laughs> way off. <laughs> I love it, y'all. So as we get ready to close this thing on out. No. Yes. Don't look at me like that. You want to smoke, sir? Oh. I'm. I have asthma. This is my regular face. <laughs> <laughs> Khalil fan. What's the best advice you've ever been given? What an onomatopoeia is. <laughs> <laughs> best advice I've ever been give ever been given, man. Ever. Dog. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I really got one thing to come to my mind, though. And what is that? And it's like Let the Lord speak to you. It's like, okay, for example, it's like the biggest thing people don't know how to do which I didn't know how to do was like, how do you walk by faith? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You tell somebody that, how do you do that? The Bible talks about, the Lord says, without faith, you can't please me. So like, how do you walk? How do you, how do you live a faith? How do you walk by faith with the Lord? Like, what is that? And it wasn't until I was going through something and the Lord, and the Lord was like, or my, he threw my dad. My dad told me, he was like, Caleb, cause I was going through something. And then when I was, when things were good, I was like, yes, my prayers worked. And then when things are bad, I'm like, dang, it's not working. Right. And, then, right. <laughs> and I'm good. He's like, it's working. Right. Bad, it's not working. My dad was like, Caleb, you are not having faith. He was like, you are putting your faith on the uh, basically emotional roller coaster. Mm. And I said, you have to. And basically, what he told me the to your question, to answer your question was the best advice I got was you have to separate faith from emotion. Mm. You have to separate truth from emotion. And he was like, what does the word of God say? If the word of God says you have peace, you have peace despite what you feel. And so it's like you have to literally ignore your emotions and say no, but the word of God says this. And eventually your emotions will align with that truth. And so it's like basically as you go through life, it's like despite something you may be going through, you have to literally like tell yourself like no, the word of God says this. This is why it's important to know the word of God. It's like the word of God says this. So I'm going to follow this. Like this this is what it says. That's what I that's what I believe despite what I feel. I don't care what I feel. Because the enemy, Satan, he can he can toy with your emotions all day long. And if it's on that emotional roller coaster, you believe this day, you don't, that, it's just you you all over the place. Right. And so it's like, you're going to be all messed up. So, yeah, that's, that's you know what I'm saying? All right, for example, you know how people say, prayers like seed, you're planting a seed. Mm -hmm. If you plant a seed and things are good, you're watering it. And things are bad, you're digging it up. You're mm -hmm. never going to get anywhere. Right. Yeah, I'm good. That's bad. I'm good. It's bad. And so right. it's like. Terrible for the agricultural community. <laughs> 
But I'm just saying, man. That's that's shout that's out to a, Kansas. Right. Oh, I did from Kansas. I know folks from Kansas. Wow, that makes it even worse. And he's exiled everyone. Everyone. I mean, I think bro that was sitting here before the interview said he was from Kansas. Well, he's that's from why Michigan. He's from Michigan. Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. He's from nigga. York is from Kansas. I'm sorry, it's Saginaw. Bro, I said Kansas. I, bro, I know folks from Kansas, bro. They're gonna be like, you said Kansas. <laughs> It was rapid fire. I had to pick something. That's the only state I could think of in that moment. I mean, there's no place like home. Listen, people have, <laughs> people have chosen the Dakotas, poor Kansas. Florida is at the top of the list, Florida's I do at the believe. Very top, yeah. Um, and Texas because is of their laws. Yeah. Ooh. Then there's Texas. Um <laughs> Yeah. Florida has has been on the list for so many people. Good old Georgia is still here. Man, I wish I, I, I could have went through that rapid fire with a straight face and just said everything like doom, 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 doom. <laughs> just like said it. How do you throw world hunger? Pray for it. And then for it go period, to- pray for oh, it. Say, give them more food. Give them more yeah, food. I mean, but that's the truth. It, you gotta true. give them more food. I mean, that's that's literally right. how you cure it. But like, how do you give them more food? It's like <laughs> there's a problem with the food. Stop digging up your plants every time the prayer comes. <laughs> Period. Period. This would be like they don't know my life. Khalil, <laughs> I do want to know what can we expect from you over the next year? Are we getting a whole album, album? A whole album? Whole album. I'm working yeah. on it now. This should be amazing. Well, okay. What's the name of it? Chariot. Oh, Sacrifice. Oh. Sacrifice. Yeah. How many songs? Not sure yet. Okay. I want to say 15. I want to say 15. I feel like that's the number in my head. I feel like that's the number the Lord gave me. But knowing me, I'd be wanting to do 20. But 20 is too much. It's too much for a first album. Why? Who going to listen to 20 songs? Who going to listen to 15? Like, I already got to promote 15 songs. I'm probably going to do 15. I ain't going to lie. It's not about you. I don't know. I I personally feel like you may be looking at that um, in the wrong way, maybe. Because if you got 20 songs, you know. Oh, I agree with that, People are going to listen to No, I agree with that. I'm really going off the Lord, though. Whatever whatever amount of songs he had me do, I'll know when the album is done. Well, let's just say, you know, maybe those first 15 songs ain't got the one on it. But then you add them last five. Are they going to have the one? One of them is going to be the one. Listen, I just love it. He's just like, oh, no. I know. (laughs) I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It's like, here's the big thing about albums with me. It's like, you know how when an artist create um, a song and it's like, man, like, it's like, bro, you just like, you don't even know if you really wanted to release that. You just mm-hmm. did it because you wanted to release something. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. No. And then you know how you got songs where you're like, bro, like, this one is hard. Imagine if you just had a bunch of this ones is hard. <laughs> like, that's what I'm doing. If I, I literally say I have, like, the song has to hit a nerve. Like, it has to hit that nerve. It has to scratch that itch. Like that that song is like, like like if I had to take all my songs right here that I have out that I've released, the only songs that I would like per se for an album, if I had to take the songs that I have out, out right now, I would say Other Side, High, uh, Highway Ninety Five, and Jesus Returns. And imagine I like kept making songs like that and putting them on an the album. Right. So I'm like, I'm only taking my best and putting them on an the album. Right. So by the time you got 15 songs, there was 30 to 40 songs created. Right, right. But I just took the the best ones out of that. Okay. So yeah. Come on in. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. That's slim. But yeah, the, the album is called Sacrifice. <laughs> I can't even give you an exact date when I'm gonna release it, but I do know it's gonna be 
like either in August or before August. Like because I'm really taking my time with like I know this summer I'm gonna like go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I can't record nothing because of pollen anyway. That's the biggest thing. I'm not gonna get on a track and sound congested. So I'm like, I have to wait till like this pollen season fully goes away before okay. I can like really record. But I've been writing though. So nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta write it, you know, keep it in the um one in the chamber, as they say. Brittany, did you have any last questions before we wrap it on up like a Christmas gift? Yes. <laughs> I do. Thank you. So I just want to know, like, with your family, are you having any of those, like, those moments where you have to reconcile your childhood with your faith? Is there anything that you have to, like, talk to them about and get an understanding when it comes to your music? Or, like, I'm going to do this my way. I just need y'all support. Or are they, like, you know, the the word says. Or, like, do y'all ever have those discussions? Like, is there ever a back and forth about what you want to release versus what they want for you or the, what they see for you? No, my family don't know what I do with my music. No, that's a lot. They know. <laughs> I was about to say, damn. <laughs> no, that's a lot. I don't want to say it like that. They're very supportive. They're a hunt. My mama... Be, bro, she is the number one streamer of Jesus Return. <laughs> Literally, she be playing it. She she said she wake up, play it at work, play it, come back, play it. Like and then, and, but she genuinely likes it though. Like I've released other songs, she hasn't done that. But this one, she genuinely likes. Like she got the little um, she got the little um Alexa, and she we was we was talking, and she was telling me she was like, oh hold on, Alexa, continue, and just continue. So that means she had the song playing and paused it. And so I was just like, my, they they're very they are very supportive of the music. But like like I said, there was a point in time where I was cursing on my stuff. Mm. And my family is big on Christ. Like I was raised in Christ. I'll say that. And but they let me, they let me do that. And they let me do that because it was like, if I force him to not do this, then he's not gonna Christ never that's the thing about the Lord. He never came here and forced anybody. He gave us a choice to choose him or not choose him. So by forcing somebody to God, God, Christ is like, you're working against me. Mm. So he didn't, he didn't, he they never forced me. But my, I remember my dad did sit me down one day and was like, what are you doing? And then from that moment, I was like, all right, I got a lot to like, I'm tweaking. And so, <laughs> and so I do, I do, they don't, it's not a debate over when I release or they like, no, this goes against, no, nothing like that. Cause they know I'm a stand on, they know I'm a stand on Christ. And regardless of what I do, they're going to support me, but they're not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not for the Lord, they're like, what's up? Like uh -huh. you say, like, everybody gonna be like, what's up? Like, I ain't gonna lie. That's horrible. Look, you go for the Lord and then you just like, Screw that backslide all the way back. People, it's it's discouraging because people people it's encouraging to people when they see that. Mm. So it's like that's, that's what's up, bro. So yeah, I don't know. With my family, there's a lot of support, a lot of love. They know my songs. They I know when I drop this album, my mama is gonna play every song out. <laughs> and like she's a big supporter of my dad. Like they yeah. So my family is heavy on that for sure. That's great news though. Like you have you have a lot of artists, like we've had other gospel artists here, and they have that conversation about their family and then you have people that don't give them the pushback but give them the support and then you have other people who are like a little bit more critical because their faith presents different and some of that is based on how they grew up some people grew up in an extreme in an extremely religious rigid yeah, construct like and they're not they don't do certain things certain ways you know so when their their kids like another generation of faith comes out and they but they've grown up a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say lax, but I like a little uh, less I know pressure. You I know uh, allow them to go through their own confirmation of faith instead of telling them you're going to get baptized because that's what people do. Letting them choose when they're ready to give their life to Christ. Like the, 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 it just manifests different, completely different in, in families. So sometimes our artists have to reconcile that and it's a struggle 
to be able to get it to completion because you're going against your childhood in a way mm -hmm. and against your whole family to get your message out. And then other times it just aligns because your family has always been like this for you. You know what I'm saying? So, but it, but it is all a part of the way that gospel comes about. Yeah. But I agree with you said, bro. I don't like religion. Mm -hmm. Christ came back and he, he, he hated religion. Religion added rules that he never said. Like, like, like religion. I, I like relationship. It's relationship mm -hmm. with Christ. He did not make religion. Religion is man-made. Religion, religion is, is a social construct, in my opinion. It, yeah. But when you look at how people present it and what people say about it in general, it depending on the church you went to and depending on how people fed your soul, you will either agree or go completely the opposite direction. You know what religion does? Religion, 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 it builds hypocrites and then it rejects. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. I, I think religion is fear-based for sure. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's all about it's oh, social yeah. control. There's, oh, a, yeah. there's a huge difference, but I also feel like for for some people, it, it worked for them, and they, they found their relationship with Christ on their own in time. You said relationship, but, though. But, yeah, but in time. Exactly. But, in but time. what got them there was a little bit more like the, the rigidity, the structure. Their parents are have brought them into it. They formed these bonds with people within the church, like the church, like, you know, youth group and stuff like you might have went to a church that was overly strict but once you were in youth group and you were among your peers y'all found y'all's relationship with christ completely and different. that's what i'm saying it's like once you get a relationship with christ he's going to deconstruct that religion right. it's like because it's like okay because you can serve religion and not christ that's a fact and christ is like no 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 you can I'm serve yourself god. through religion is exactly. not christ ever i'm god and then religion makes you think oh I'm good. Religion makes you think you can work your way into heaven. Mm. You cannot. Finagle, if I baked enough yeah. apple pies for the yeah. for the revival dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's, about, it's the truth. It's the, people, some people just yes. have to be seen. It has nothing to do with Christ. And but I you know, but again, that comes from the stuff you see as you get older. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Khalil fan, this has been an amazing interview. Um, I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate y'all. Uh, it was very inspirational. I do want to know, though, um, what's one message you'd like to leave for all your supporters, your fans here, here and now, and those coming in the future? <laughs> Follow Christ. Follow Christ. It's better that way. It's better that way. Yeah. Follow Christ, y'all. Tell the people where they can follow you at, Khalil. So I made it very simple. Everything across every platform is just Khalil Fan. K-H-A-L-I-L-F-A-N-N. Play it back. Um, <laughs> yep. I'm not saying it again, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but yeah, you can, in all platforms as YouTube. Shoot, I don't want to be on Snap, but Snapchat, um, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm about to make a Twitch, so Twitch as well. Yeah, it's going. Everything is Khalil fan. Khalil fan with two N's, y'all. Two N's. Yep. Find him there. Y'all can find us at the Raw BJ <laughs> Podcast on all social media platforms. That's where we'll be at, y'all. If you want some of these amazing handcrafted home goods that you see on the table here, hit up our sponsor, TNT Enterprise. You can get your custom-made items um, by finding them on Instagram at TNT Enterprise 18. Brittany? Yes? Do you have any last words, darling? I do, thank you. 
So, Khalil, I just wanted to tell you thank you for being a GGC at GGC. I really appreciate I knew you were going to say it at least one time throughout the interview. I knew you were going to say it. I can't help I was, I was sitting here, I was like, dang, she didn't say it at all. I just, and then there you go. Because <laughs> it was timing. It was coming. Right. <laughs> and for all of our listeners and watchers, I just want to say that home is where the heart is and ours has always been with you. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and being a part of our journey. And in the words of Maury Povich, until next time, America, and all the other countries that listen. That's right, y'all. Come back next time for another Rob BJ and I promise we will all come together. Bye. Lord, you're my friend. Lord, you're with me to the very end. Can I get a mic check? Can I get a whole yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs>